Sage and Jessica, this is your 30-minute call. Once again, Sage and Jessica, this is your 30-minute call. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Thank You Five, the podcast, talking about all things on stage and off stage. This is our third month, and I'm Sage, uh, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Jessica. I like I liked how you sang yours, so I wanted to do the same thing. <laughs> I kind of sang it. It was more just like, it was just it's, like... I'm Sage. <laughs> Girl, you sang. Okay. Uh, uh, no, it's yeah. but we here. <laughs> Yeah, but this is our third month doing um, Thank You Five the podcast, nuts. right? Which is That's what we're gonna, which, which is what we're gonna kind of get into today because yeah. about how long this has been going on, just this whole thing in general. But before we get into what we're gonna talk about today, actually, we should we should tell them what we're gonna get into so they don't turn us off immediately. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, we're gonna so kind of so this month, uh, last month we talked about auditions, but this month we kind of want to. There's been a lot of things happening in the world lately, and we kind of want to talk about. Um, just the theater industry itself and like without getting too depressing uh and and talking about you know some of the just the interesting sides of it like how has theater and the industry and live performance specifically been affected during this time what happened how it happened what our thoughts were and um and all, everything that comes with that and then next week we've got a fun uh, episode where we're going to talk about if we owned the entertainment industry, how, <laughs> how would we recover from this? We, we have it's that one's going to be really fun. But obviously, we got we got to start from the very beginning of how this yeah. all happened. Yeah, I mean, I we were definitely brainstorming some ideas for this month because we like to kind of have a theme per month um, for at least the two episodes that we do. And you know, we covered auditions last month, and I'm like, well, what could we talk about? Like, oh, maybe like what to have in your book. But I kept going back, like in my mind, to just what's going on everywhere, especially with COVID, just how it's affecting theater. It, it's it's very disheartening um, to kind of see, you know, our, our jobs being at stake just in the entertainment industry in general. Um, but also seeing that, like, um, I've had some friends that have been a part of shows that have gone virtual. And that's been, you know, it, it's kind of a sense of hope that I've seen personally. So kind of just talking about all of that, talking about our feelings, um, and letting you guys know that like your feelings are also valid in this and it's it's okay to feel scared and worried about stability. I'm like someone who is very, very needing of stability. And so not having that is driving me absolutely nuts. Um, but yeah, going into a little bit of that, I think in this episode is going to be therapeutic for us all. Exactly. Speaking of COVID, we, uh, our allergies are, are a hot mess <laughs> today. And so if you yeah. hear some sniffles, I swear to God, we're both negative, but um, yeah. Yeah, so you just got the sniffles. I've I I'm okay like right now. Yesterday, like when I go out for a little bit, then like my throat starts feeling tickly, but like not a sick tickly, just like an allergy tickly. So it's not a great time to have seasonal allergies. Let me just and tell I, you that. I literally was fine. I was fine up until 15 minutes ago, and I was like, oh, I gotta send, I gotta, I gotta send Jessica the link so we can start get started. Then I was like, ah, yeah, ah, chill. <laughs> it was it was lovely. So we're covering we're covering our bases now, and we're also socially distanced. Anyways, we're both recording from our own houses. So yes, that's right. <laughs> um, but real quick, before we get into all this kind of stuff, uh, I always like to check in. What's going on with you this week, Jessica? Um, well, I'm actually very excited. So are, are we still going to do our excited thing at the end, or should I, like, have two things? Um, 
uh, something that's bringing you joy is for as always for the, la uh, the last five minutes. So, okay, so whatever I'll you want to do. Okay, so it kind of goes hand in hand, but I'll save some things for the end as well. Um, this week, I'm actually going to North Carolina to go see my sister. And I'm so excited to get out of Florida for a little bit. I'm leaving tomorrow morning really early, um, going to Raleigh for a little bit. That's where um, my sister lives with her husband. And then we're going to take a little group, me, me and my sister and her husband, to Asheville, which I've never been to before, but I've heard is absolutely beautiful. Um, and there's mountains and there's trees and I need both of those in my life and I haven't had either of those in a long time so I'm very excited. Girl, you better take that Benadryl real quick. Well, here's the thing is like I have lived up north I say. I've lived in Virginia and I've lived in Maine and I never had really bad allergies at either of those places so I don't know if it's just like now my body's like yeah you don't don't live here like is florida specifically or just in general so i guess we'll see um i should bring some allergy medication that's probably a good idea girl same i'm only allergic <laughs> to florida anytime i yeah uh, anytime i go i have gigs anywhere else denver vegas new york i'm like i'm fine no except there are, except if there are cats but other than that oh no <laughs> luckily i'm not allergic to cats thank god thank goodness <laughs> um well, that's great though that's awesome i'm, I'm pumped for you which is which is why yeah. just for behind the scenes we're recording this a lot earlier than we typically would have uh just because uh jessica's going out of town which is super exciting i'm super pumped for you and uh, well i'll still bring my mic just in case like i'm gone extra long but i don't think it will be so we're how doing long, it early how long do you think you're gonna be i mean i told my sister until she wants to kick me out <laughs> so at least at least like probably a week oh I'm wow guessing, that's great I'm a week yeah i need the mental break so i'm very excited yes girl get it that's great yes, yes. What about you? What's what's going on in your life? Uh, well, it's been a fun week actually. Um, uh, but uh, let's see what happened. Uh, oh yes, um, I guess super quick. Uh, I released uh, two music videos this week, kind of, which is super fun. Uh, one was called hashtag Bring Back the Magic, and very cute, very cute. Yeah, and it featured uh, what's it? Almost eighty equity represented Disney cast members. I can't say equity cast members because it's equity represented Disney yeah, cast members. Yeah. That's the new one. Um, it's just a, <laughs> just a love letter to Disney, more or less, saying that despite what the union uh, says. Despite what the union says, we're ready to go back to work and trust that our company will keep us safe because you better believe Disney is a safer place to work than getting a job at a grocery store or a fast food chain. Um, just that, Starts hyperventilating. Yeah, my personal opinion. Uh, we don't, uh, we, I want to say we don't, um, we realize we don't speak for everyone who is an equity represented cast member. We just want Disney's perception of us to be that we don't want, uh, wait, we just don't want Disney's perception of us to be that we don't want to go back to work because that is not the case for everyone. Just um, letting everyone know at this point, I would currently pay them to let me go back to work. <laughs> I would, I would pay them money. Right, a girl, amen. <laughs> um, also, the other video I released was like a Disney-inspired wedding video, um, featuring. Yeah, it's so cute. Did you watch it? I, I, well, I haven't yet, but I did see the thumbnail, and that was really cute. <laughs> girl, you gotta watch. <laughs> I will off. watch. I will watch it. Uh, um, it's just, it's, it's a Disney-inspired wedding video. It features the Magic Kingdom fireworks song "Happily Ever After," which we sing live. It's my new favorite song and i love it um but yeah you can check out both those videos on youtube at stage directly tv but that's literally i'm all i'm doing is working i'm not traveling i'm not doing any fun i'm just like social media so it's fun. Is fun. We it love fun. that. it is fun says the two people with a podcast right <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get started let's do it So as we said, uh, we're kind of just going to delve into how this all happened, what, you know, kind of what started this weird chain of events uh, in the industry and 
uh, yeah, go from there. I guess, uh, you know, we have a couple questions, but feel free to ramble off, Jessica. Yeah. Um, I would say, what's just just for fun, what, what was the last time you performed before the lockdown? The last time I performed at Disney was, so lockdown started Monday the 16th. It's ingrained in my memory forever. I will never forget it. Um, <laughs> so my last day of work at Disney was the 15th, which I'm really thankful I got a shift so close to the end. Um, I got called in last minute and I was really thankful for that. And then my last shift performing at Universal was the, well, wait, no, the 14th. So it was the Saturday the 14th. And then I worked at Universal um, Sunday the 15th. And then that was my last day, um, you know, thinking we were going to be shut down for two weeks and being worried about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, it was, well, yeah. What about it, you? It was, well, it, mine was weird. Mine was super okay. weird. Cause I, uh, um, well, for, real quick, before we go on to me, was there like a weird sense in the air that this was going to be like the last time performing for a while? Did you guys know at the time Were you guys like, Oh man, you know, like this is the last time for a long time. I mean, from a Florida perspective, I will say that, I have been at theme parks before hurricanes. So it was a similar atmosphere, I want to say, in that like something big is coming. We know something big is coming. We're going to prepare for that something big. But in Florida, at least in my time being cognizant of the world, um, we haven't really had a bad storm. And that means we haven't really working at the parks. We haven't been closed for an extended amount of time. I think the longest we were closed for a hurricane was like maybe three days. Um, and we had so much back and forth between our managers telling us what was going on. So this virus storm that, you know, it, it hit the world, but talking specifically about what we know um, via the theme parks, when it, it hit, we didn't expect the, it to just have this magnitude of lasting as long as it did, of being as detrimental to all of our livelihoods as it has been. So I think going into it, you know, we were a little bit worried. I remember being extra cautious my last few days of work um, because we knew we were going to shut down because we knew cases were rising. And obviously the theme parks are a melting pot of people from everywhere. And that's that's what makes it wonderful. Um, so I, I do remember being a little bit frightened of just getting too close to people the last few days and being like, well, I, you know, you never know. Um, and so going into the quarantine for the next two weeks or so, I was like heavily quarantining myself because I, I considered myself a carrier because I had been surrounded by a lot of people. So going into it, no idea that that was going to turn into obviously what it has. And I don't think anyone guessed that it would be almost August and I would still be unemployed and sitting in my bedroom. Um, but you know, that's, yeah, that's how it went through my mind. What about you? I don't think, yeah, it's funny. I don't, um, and I'm, I almost had the opposite like reaction. I did not, I, oh gosh. Hello dogs. Like, <laughs> I had the like opposite feeling about it. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, not the opposite feeling. I, I was, okay, I'll, I'll say this. Cause I literally thought this, thought the exact same thing. I was like, yeah. I was like, we were, we're in Florida, you know, it's, we're, we're always prepared for the worst kind of situation because of storms. And I'm like, because of Florida, <laughs> because, because of Florida, like it's going to be cold <laughs> two weeks. Like, um, and I didn't, I did not know the theme parks were going to shut down. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, I know, like, uh, like, you know, it's, we're going to have to kind of quiet down for a bit or I, yeah. I, I get that, but I was never like, Oh, the park's shutting down. I could be a carrier. Like I, that, that thought never went through my mind because, yeah. 
everything just seems so normal. And I think the last couple okay. of days, the last couple of days. So here's my, my final is my final time performing was, um, super weird. Uh, it was at the eat the beat concert at Epcot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, my band, Sound Up Band, uh, check us out on Instagram. Uh, what we were on the American, <laughs> we were on the American Gardens Theater stage, and I, I kid you not, um, gosh, it was like it was it was March thirteenth, uh -huh. uh, and we got a call at like six p.m. saying, "Hey, how quickly can you get a band together?" We were like, "Uh, well, well, well I'll try." And so, uh, my, none of my guys were available, so I partnered up with a different band, and so we got a band together. Then I called them back. I was like, "Hey, we can do it. Let's let's um, uh, let's let's whatever go to Epcot." And I was like, "Great, we're you're filling in for Blink 182. We need you to be here tonight at nine o'clock for a sound check." I was like, "Tonight? Oh, so whatever." So we, we did we did the sound check from like nine to eleven thirty. The next the next day was March fourteenth. Uh, we had we did our, we did our show. We had three sets. It was great. And literally, we found out. Um, we found out after our last set at eight o'clock, that's when we were told Disney was shutting down uh, in two days. Literally, we we're like, wait, what? Like, and it was so funny because you could hear like the stirs through the crowd, like as, as like, after, like during the sets, like we, we were performing and people were loving it. And then like, typically as, you know, sets progress, you know, more and more people show up, more and more people show up. But our biggest crowd was the first one but then people started to hear that, oh no, the parks are closing. This thing is getting weird. And then people literally started to just like exit the park. And by like 8.30, like the park was dead. The fireworks were going off and literally the park was dead. It was so, so weird. Oh, that so gives weird. me like bad chills. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really weird, but it was it was an amazing experience for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, but uh, oh yeah, but like Blink-182 couldn't come because of um I, because of covid yeah literally and so it was just it was so it was so strange and then we were like walking out of an empty park at like 8 30 we're like just why never happening ever like right and then the fireworks are going off behind us and no one's watching the fireworks it was so it was so strange it was so strange i i think what like i kind of made me realize more than anything that like oh my god this is actually happening i was working at universal one day and obviously social media, like everything spread so quickly. And we found out the college program people, the CPs were leaving, they were being sent home. And yes. that has like, I don't believe ever happened ever. And mm -hmm. CPs, if you guys don't know, are um, kind of interns to work at Disney in, in different capacities. And they're- they, the, they, the college program. Yeah, the college program. They they work in almost every, every job and they make up a, a really big portion of Disney cast members that are on like the front lines working. I was saying um, mostly like if you go to Epcot, like the people from, yes. over, they're from overseas, um, uh, in, in know, the countries, in the countries like you know uh, Germany, uh, Norway, they're they're typically from the country they're, they're representing, uh, or at least near, and yeah. uh, and they're all CPs. And yeah. I, I I'm gonna ask you, Jessica, real quick. Was it yeah. like when you went? Was it like uh, when you went to Japan? Was it like um, some like mid oh. Midwestern girl <laughs> saying, "Hey there, would you like some sake?" Well, okay, N not exactly. Um, it it was. Weird and interesting because um, when I went to Epcot for the cast member preview, there were still people that were from those countries because they are full-time employees of the company that um, either got visas, green cards. I don't know how that all works, okay. but that, that do work there that are not 
um, college program people or people that are, there's an, there's another, um, program for people to come work here, but they, they are fully from Japan, let's say, but they are Disney cast members always. So there were still, um, those people to represent. However, they also had other people to come in and work like the shops and stuff that obviously weren't from those countries. And what I did notice that I did appreciate that Disney did was those people were not wearing the typical costumes that are seen in those countries because that would be cultural appropriation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They, they made sure that they were wearing like just um just the regular, I think like inter um events outfits that Disney has for Epcot specifically. Every park has different things. Um but that was one thing I did notice was that none of them wore the costumes of that country if they were not from that country, which I really appreciated. Oh yeah, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. It, oh. it wasn't even something I thought about until I saw it. I was like, oh my God, they did think of that. So yeah, yeah. good for them. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well it's it's so funny because we were like you know, going back to the thing you were talking about, where like we're in Florida and we're always prepared for the worst. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna meet. We're gonna we're gonna go down for two weeks. That's yep. it. Tyler <laughs> was like, two weeks. That's, that's it. What they, that's can't, what they said. They said we're opening at like April. So yeah, two weeks. I was like, and it can't be any longer than that because I was supposed to open up a new Trolls World Tour show for Universal. Yeah. And and I, I was like, literally, we'd been workshopping for two months. And I was like, okay, let's take this seriously. We're gonna be fine. Um, two weeks we stayed indoors worked out literally like every day mm -hmm. um the then the two weeks had passed and i'm like oh okay wait this you're supposed you're supposed to open up now and it, you didn't so and then the more time passed and then i like started to get depressed because i was like there was no jobs there was no money like Nothing. what are we what are we supposed to do? So then I, I so then I just stopped working out. Like I, I had, yeah, was, we both did good at that. We were like working out consistently at the beginning, and I'm like, well, now I'm sad. I don't want to do anything. Right, right. And then and then it got to this weird place where like I had to order. I like which I've never done. I had to order all of my groceries and then sanitize them when they arrived. Like yeah. uh, my thoughts were just insanity. And then uh, I I counted from March 14th, which was my last day. Mm -hmm. 157 days later, here we are. Are you kidding? Oh, I haven't. I have not heard that number out loud. A hundred and fifty-seven days later, here we are. All I know is what I was comparing it to was I recently watched. Well, recently uh, watched the Disney Channel original movie Zombies and Zombies Two, and I said, "Wow, I love this movie." And then I realized that I've loved it for a while, and then I realized that I had started watching that in quarantine. Um, and I not have, like hit. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> I had a, I had a friend. Oh God, I wish I could, I wish I could figure out what that, what the post was. But I had a friend walk by a movie theater, uh, and the posters that what? were still in there They're was old. like, was like Frozen Two, and uh, all, the, and we're like, oh, wait a minute, it's, yeah. it's weird. Disney Springs, like when it first opened, the posters were sun bleached because they've just been out so long and the Florida sun is really harsh. So it, it bleaches out the color of the of posters and pictures. That, oh, no. Yeah. But here's what, <laughs> here's what, here's what, here's what I'll say. I wish, I wish I had treated this time so differently. Like, like mm -hmm. when it was two weeks, I was like, oh, okay, it's a two week break for me because we don't ever get those as performers. We're like, we don't. okay. Uh, so this two weeks, I'm just, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to relax. I'm going to work out, you know, keep, keep my body doing what it needs self, to do. Self-care. Self-care, absolutely. And then as those two weeks grew and grew, I just like kept waiting it for it to be over. So then like three weeks, I was like, okay, it's gonna be over. Okay, no, okay, now now it's been a month. And then, and then like two months in, I was like, which I guess is what, three and a half months ago, I had to kick my, <laughs> I look crazy, right? I literally right. had to kick my button gear, but I just kept thinking it's gonna be over soon. Uh, and now maybe it won't be over until 2021, so woof.
That's that's been the hardest part, I think, for me, especially at the beginning was, you know, we had that date of reopening. I think both of the parks said they were going to reopen in like two weeks because mm -hmm. we did we didn't know, you know, at the beginning, like we still don't know a lot about the virus in general. Um, but at the beginning, we thought two weeks. And so after that, when they're like, hi, we're closed indefinitely. And I'm like, excuse me, you're what? What do you mean in depth? I need a date. I need to know things. I need my planner filled I need out. Something I need to look forward to. Exactly. And well, for a long time, and I mean, even still leaking into now, we didn't have that like anything to look forward to. And I'm like, am I okay? And I don't think any of us are okay. No, um, no. But yeah, that I not having that opening date, and now they're both open. So now it's like, what else are we waiting for? And I'm like, oh yeah, to get back to normal. But I don't think that's gonna happen. For there, me. Yeah, there's it's it's. it's I think I think it's normal is is not the word. I think when are we going to get back to a new new normal, a new, new normal, a new version of life, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but you know, a lot of people ask me, and so I'm curious. Um, a lot of people ask me, um, you know, how are you? As you know, you're a all, all you do is work, Sage, or you're a creative person. So how do you how do you or people or, or, or people in your industry kind of stay creative during this time, if at all? Yeah. What are I you mean, what are you what are you doing? Well, <laughs> great question. Um, <laughs> it, it depends, honestly, because we talked about this a little bit on your other podcast when you we were doing that, um, especially at the, at the beginning of all of this. Well, uh, so, which is which is crazy because yeah. that's that's how long it's been. We've been in quarantine long enough for me to finish out a podcast, cancel it, meet up with you, create and a new podcast, into this and now podcast. we're three months in. That's how long it's been. Oh man, um, yeah. So I guess my answer is similar to what I said last time, but I'll just let you guys know. Basically, it depends. And I think it's like that for everybody. And, and there's there's certain times where I get really, really motivated to create new content, to create new videos, to, you know, be posting and, and doing that side. Um, and then also getting into having motivation to, you know, start looking at other avenues to make money, applying to jobs and, and such and taking some courses. But there's also times where it's like, I, the last thing I want to do is hear anything about theater because it makes me sad because that's the only thing I want to be doing right now is just like, I, you know, like our, our, our past life, um, wasn't necessarily the best thing, but as of right now, like that was perfection in my eyes that there was nothing I would do more than just want to get back to that. So I think it's like on, I'll be scrolling on TikTok and if I see a theater one, sometimes I'll watch it. And sometimes I'm not in the mood to see anything relating to my industry because I just, it makes me sad. So I, I think keeping up the motivation, it, it just, it varies. And I think it's important to tune in with yourself and listen to how you're feeling because if singing a song is going to make you feel better in that moment, do it. But if it's going to make you feel not better, go find something else to do. And that's funny because I did not realize you were on that episode because I, 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 I vaguely remember now, but, um, and mine, I like literally quoted, uh, this is what I said. I said, um, uh, what is, I do want to preface this in no way am I shaming anyone for not being creative on my old podcast. And then I literally talked about this exact same thing <laughs> you talked about. Uh, um, we had these conversations like, what are you doing? You just stay creative. And yeah. a female, a female friend of mine uh, said it was not you. It was a different female friend, which I'm going to, uh, I will forgo her name because in case she doesn't want to be, uh, outed. Uh, I, I said, you know, she, she said, um, 
uh, I don't know if I'm going to do anything creative because I'm just sad every time. Every time I sing, I'm reminded that it's going to be a long wow. time until I get uh, to get to do that for people again. So I get it. And that was and that was three and a half months ago. We had this conversation. Uh, no, no, and it was longer than that. Oh, it, was it longer? It was you, in it was in April. I want to say it was in April. Uh, well, or maybe like end of March. No, it was definitely yeah. It, it was it was beginning of April for sure okay. because that was the end of the end of the meal of my old podcast. And I think it was like one of the one of the like last two episodes we did. Yeah. Um, and so uh, because I know because we were all on Zoom, you know, and it was one of those things <laughs> where everybody, you know, it, it's it is it is okay it is okay to to feel that way. Tune in. So I, and by my like everybody's different. So you in no way am I shaming people for not being creative during this time. I do want Aww, to, I do want to preface that, but, but like I said, it, it took me a while to get creative and driven. Cause I was just like, I just kept waiting for it to be over. Um, yeah, yeah. but, um, here's what I will say, uh, is that in my opinion, it helps to stay creative or driven. Like it, it, it's, it's given me like a purpose in a way, like for a long yeah. time, for a long time, I felt like it was like, I was just kind of drifting. I was just like waiting for the next thing to happen to me. Um, uh, and it, it is truly just giving me purpose. Like, is it a lot of work? Yes. Am I being paid for it? Very little. Uh, but it makes me feel good to have a purpose and stay relevant. Um, yeah. so yeah. No, I, I, I think the hardest part of this whole thing has been not having a purpose as, as people who are rarely in limbo, like, yes, we flip from one job to the next, but we're always busy either auditioning for the next thing, striving for the next thing to have literally almost zero opportunities to have room for growth in this time, unless it's based on our own selves. Like, yeah, we decided to make a podcast. That's really great. And I think that's, it's a really cool thing, but that was our own thing that we're making. And, and as artists, we, we do rely on other people to, I guess, help make our dreams come true a little bit. Cause not all the time we can do it ourselves. We, we go and apply for companies we want to work for. We go and audition for places we want to work. Um, so having to take that into our own hands is its own set of challenges. And I don't think it's any less, valuable and i think it's definitely a great learning experience for us both but i i do think that it is a lot different than what we are used to as artists oh, a thousand percent and and i know we'll talk about this a lot next week um mm -hmm. uh I'm, next week it, it'll be in two weeks but when we're recording wait you get what i'm saying this is you'll, see uh, it. you'll hear it next week <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll hear it it's, you'll hear it next week oh that's right you're right on the next episode um but you know everything has been all uh, it has been so virtual right mm -hmm. now which is kind of which has kind of been a cool escapism way for creative people to get involved uh i mean um my <laughs> i've said this before which uh, which is always weird, but um, my father went viral at the beginning of quarantine, which is <laughs> so weird. With like with Dance Dad TV, with Quarantine Monday or Quarantine Challenges, wherever you guys know him from. Um, uh, but basically, whoever loses the, the challenge, the dance challenge, uh, has to donate to first responders. Um, and I did some challenges with him, and we got a big following. Then his following just kind of plateaued, and videos kind of stopped coming. So I brought as many people as I could over to my stuff. Um, <laughs> Which hey, guys. Is, <laughs> hey guys, uh, which is just all been escapism and, and parody music and stuff like that. And honestly, it's just been, um, just take this time to get sappy and just say, you know, it's been such a, a relief or a, what's the word, a, a savior having, having this podcast and having everyone who has continued to support us, uh, old and new, uh, through this time, because, 
the only way we're going to do this is uh, getting through it together, and that's obviously the only way we could be we could be together is online. So I just Absolutely. thank you, thank you everyone for just being supportive and great during this time because we need it. We appreciate you. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you, Jess. Oh my god. Uh. Um, <laughs> I so. <laughs> oh my god tell me more tell me um, more about how you love me <laughs> uh, so i do i, I i'm gonna I, I i a big sad thing that happened um and we don't have to we, we can make it fun and silly um okay. I'll, I'll put i'll put some like i'll put some like in memoriam music but um these are all the shows and that oh. <laughs> i was like what are we talking about i forgot you made a list are all the shows that closed due to COVID or or postponed that will never ever return, which is super duper sad. Um, but don't be don't be too sad because some of these are postponed, but some of these are closed, and I'm actually shocked at some of these that did that did close for good. But this is just a a thing, uh, and these are all these are all Broadway. Um, obviously, I'm sure there are many regional productions that that closed too soon or didn't or were canceled altogether. But um, uh, <laughs> These are all the shows postponed or permanently closed due to COVID-19. Hangman, a new comedy starring Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey and Mark Addy from Game of Thrones. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, closed, starring Laurie Metcalf and Rupert Everett. That one's a drama, by the way. <laughs> postponed. Flying Over Sunset, which this one I'm actually, this actually sounds really interesting and I had no idea what, uh, anything about it. Sorry, I'll go back to my voice. Okay. The new musical by composer Tom Kitt, Next to Normal, lyricist Michael Corey, Grey Gardens, and book writer James Lapine, Into the Woods. Wait, I think Erica Henningsen was in that. Am I right? I have no idea, but it's, it's pushed back until 2021, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, sorry. Postponed. Birthday Candles. Starring Deborah Messing. Postponed. Caroline or Change. Starring Sharon D. Clark. Postponed. How I Learned to Drive. Starring Mary Louise Parker. <laughs> You're doing so well. <laughs> Thanks. Permanently closed beetlejuice no oh! starring alex brightman stick to my heart i know no. postponed plaza suite a new revival of si uh, a new revival of neil simon's comedy starring sarah jessica parker and matthew broderick postponed mj the new michael jackson musical that was Star a thing yeah sorry <laughs> Starring, starring Ephraim, uh, Ephraim Sykes as the late king of pop. Permanently closed. Frozen the musical. Uh, yeah, that one's rough. That one was highly unexpected. That was crazy. That's probably the last one I thought was going to close. Postponed. The Music Man. A new revival starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. And finally, postponed. The Tony Awards. No. Yeah. You did forget one. What did I forget? Six, the musical. They were supposed to open. 
They, I thought they did open. Did no, they never they, open? I don't think they ever got to open. I think they just had previews. They were in previews. Oh god. Yeah, I believe so. Well, yeah. well, they're they're amazing, and we'll anyway. Whatever. All those shows. Yeah, that I, that wasn't to like you know make make fun of what is happening. That's an honest to god. Like we are very sad about this, and we go to comedy to help our feelings we, we, we have to laugh in, in, instead of cry so because i we, what option do we have like i it's it's detrimental and it's 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 sad to you know you think of the actors first but we also need to be thinking about all of the other people that are also out of work all of the techs all of the the techs you the know, costumes uh, costume designers everybody everybody is out of work and uh those those 600 unemployment checks have ended so yep <laughs> Right to your Congress people, um, right to your Congress, or or to or to senators. I you know, I don't know who. Figure out who you're supposed to write to, and uh, and then write to them because I write to them. Yeah, I don't know much about that. I've signed too many petitions. That's for real. Okay. Um, so uh, real last two things uh, we can chat about before we wrap this baby up. Um, okay. so theaters are starting to open up, kind of some regional theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There's a lot of weird things that come with that, you know, like weird rules, social distance seating. Do we agree with it or not? What What's your take on it? I mean, okay, here's the thing. I think it's impressive that people are going to the lengths that they are for the art that they love. And I think there's something to say about that because I, you know, a, a lot of people kind of condemn it. Like, why are we doing this? It's not important. And I, I, I get it. But I also get that a lot of these people, like, they survive because of art. And I, I think, you know, to each his own and whatever your opinion is. But I think the ways that ha- people have come up with to do this are really, really inventive. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people um, doing – there was a Once on this Island. Um, I can't remember the the company that was doing it in Orlando. It was a community theater. Osceola. Osceola Arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I had a friend in it and they were really excited to do the show. It got pushed back because of COVID and then they were starting to put it on again and then cases started rising. So they decided to continue with the production. But instead of having people come see it, they recorded it and then they are selling tickets. So it's viewable online through like a certain amount of dates. So it's like a virtual performance. And do you feel that takes away from the magic of live theater? I do. I do in that I there is some type of energy that when we go to a theater, that is what we pay for. We pay for the live experience. Yep. Um, so I, I while I do think it does take away, and I, I, I do think in the future this isn't going to last because of that specific reason, I do think as for now, I think it's a great way to continue doing art and continue consuming art. Okay. Well, so I'll, I'll say, you know, some regional theaters are opening up uh, mm-hmm. and there are some weird things that like that are required of them. So one, uh, one theater, um, uh, I'm going to, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to name any names. So I don't want them to put them on blast because they're people that disagree. Um, but their actors are quarantined for two weeks before rehearsals. And then uh, they're, they're quarantined for two weeks before rehearsals uh, start. And then they are quarantined together for the three month run. Uh, so I think that that's, you know, if you're single and, you know, <laughs> you know, I feel like, yeah, that's, you're right. <laughs> I feel like that's sure. I mean, if, if you can, do, if you can put that time and effort to it, great. I mean, go for it. Um, as, as far as there's nothing been, 
you know, the shows haven't begun yet, so there nothing has been released about the actors wearing masks or anything like that, but the audience is required. Um, and there is six feet or more between audience members, so that's social distance seating. So that's approximately three to four empty seats between parties. Um, and also, uh, there's a there's a row between each each party. So okay. uh, it's really, 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 there's not a, it's almost at 30%, 40% uh, capacity, uh, maybe less. Um, so I don't know how the ushers are doing that. It's got to be a nightmare for them. I also don't know how they're making money. I honestly, I don't know. But as far as whether I disagree or agree with it, do I think regional or Broadway theater should be open? No. Do I think there there are fun and creative ways to still uh, still do live performances? Yes. Uh, why are these theaters not taking advantage of that and doing fun, innovative things? I don't know. Don't get me wrong. The virtual thing is great, and I think it's awesome, and it's definitely filling a void uh, that you know, that we need right now, but I think they're really fun and interesting ways that they can do things and which we're going to talk about next week. But, um, if we owned the entertainment world, um, but, uh -oh. but, but yeah, and I real quick, I do want to mention that I am talking strictly like sit down crowded theater audiences. I want to make sure uh, it's very clear that if uh, a performance atmosphere that, that is safe for and their guests, they should be allowed to open and bring back some live performance magic. Yes. I'm talking about specific theme park shows just to stand on my soapbox, uh, my soapbox again. Uh, if the if the space and the people are safe, then make it happen. If not, wait for phase two. But um, I just I just think there are a lot of you know crazy craziness and unknown things happening right now. So I hope we I hope we can move forward in a positive way. Yeah, I mean it's it's all about being inventive and you know creative during this time to figure out things that will you know it won't be as great as it was, but it, it might be a second best of what we can make work and uh, at least for this weird time that we're living in. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so I kind of, because we've been kind of not down, but just like in a real place. It's, I, yeah, it's, it's a real conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to, do you have like a hopeful message that you just want to send out to the people and be like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, this is what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that I've like kind of clung on to since the beginning was I read an analogy that, you know, in history, um, there was, and not, not comparing the bubonic plague to what's happening because they're two very different things. Um, but you know, a massive plague that was just awful. And a, a lot of bad came from it. Um, and it was very historical just because of how awful it was and how many people it affected. Um, you know, but after that hardship of all of the things that happened, almost directly after it was the Renaissance, which is the rebirth of art. Um, and I think that 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 almost sends a hopeful message of, well, again, I'm not going to compare our situation to that situation because there's two different things. Um, I think it says a lot about the, I think the right word I'm trying to use is virility, but just like the strength of um, performers. Come and on, that's a word. I know. Well, I, for some reason, that was the word I was thinking. I'm like, I think the word I want to use is virility. And I, if that's the wrong word, please let me know. But I'm pretty sure that's the word <laughs> I'm trying to think of. <laughs> but the, the passion and the, and the strength that we have to keep going and doing the things that we love, I think, says a lot about that. And so I think the hope message to share is things happen, but the strength of the arts has been so it's been around forever. And I think no matter what happens in the world, it will continue to happen because human beings need that. We need the outlet of, you know, escapism, like you said, but it, 
art is also an expression of truth and an expression of life. And I think a lot of people need that to cope with, you know, what happens in their hundred years on earth. So that's my soapbox. No, I love it. And, and I guess I'll, I'll just piggyback onto that and I'll say, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. For those of you who feel like being motivated on your craft or just in life, this, this is the time to do it. You will never, ever, ever get this time again. So I encourage you to find innovative ways to have fun and be creative. Creativity is a muscle just like anything else. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes. Now is the time. Uh, now is not the time to give up because uh, when we're out of this, we're going to be faster, stronger and better than ever. Yeah, I love that. And remember to take care of yourselves. If you need a break, take the break because this is we're all in a really weird mental state right now, y'all. <laughs> Crazy times, y'all. Crazy times. Aww. Sage and Jessica, this is your five minute call. Five minutes. Thank, thank you, five. five. All right. As always, on uh, thank you, five, the podcast. When we get our five minute call. Thanks, John. Um, <laughs> we just uh, we, we'd like to talk about something real quick that's uh, bringing joy into our lives, whether it's in the entertainment world or ours. Um, yeah, what's, what's going on in your life, Jess? Yeah, so I said at the beginning, I'm going to North Carolina, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, but I guess another thing that um, has been going well, which is nice, um, I've, you know, delved a little bit more into looking at other avenues that I can go forward with um, at the time, because, you know, arts are kind of scary. So uh, one of the things that I'm trying to do is, you know, social media marketing and, I created a resume the other day that I thought was pretty okay because uh, I love designing stuff like that. So I, I posted it on Facebook looking for feedback because I've never had to make a business related resume before. I've made just like, you know, non-arts jobs like, oh, I'm going to go work at the local Publix. Like, here's the resume of the stuff I've done. But I've never made like a tailored resume, especially to marketing and things like that um, because I don't have necessarily a schooling experience, just hands-on experience. So I posted that on Facebook and I had over 50 comments of people helping me out in really constructive ways that weren't like harsh. Like no one was like, wow, this sucks. You're the dumbest thing ever. It was very like, I love what you did here. Let's fix this. And I was like, okay, great. So after spending an entire day on that and a, a day working on edits and stuff, I was able to get a resume that I feel really happy with um, for that specific field. And I have since had an interview for a job and whether that goes through or not, that's its own thing, which I'm, I'm excited for the possibility, but I am excited for having another way to market myself as a person as, as a worker, um, especially in this time. So yeah, that's my little, my little ray of hope. In that's awesome. Time. And congrats, congrats on that interview. That's huge. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm excited. I was burping. Sorry. <laughs> um, also has lawn mowers in the back so if you hear a little buzzing that's, that's what that is. like it's this okay. is the only time we've ever recorded on a wednesday and of course my lawn people are supposed to come on thursdays and of course they're like i'm gonna come uh, a day early and like didn't tell me it's the worst so i'm sorry okay. my lawn people come on wednesday or on monday so i i that's why i was in that closet the other day oh yeah i just i just don't have a big enough closet to fit my fat but um <laughs> anyway uh yeah and so i get mine's kind of on the same line like uh yeah. um so right now i'm kind of doing my part for the orlando tourism community um which is weird um but uh, I, i'm just putting together some resources that people are inviting me actually um uh, after my disney vlog that i did people are inviting me uh, out to some of their um uh i guess tourism places mm-hmm I'm just putting together some resources for locals who, uh, or anyone who feels safe to travel about what's safe and what isn't safe. Um, so, and mostly just in the vlogs because that's what they're asking me to do. Last week I was invited to Discovery Cove to check out their safety um, precautions. Um, that's really and, cool. 
Yeah, it was awesome, and I did that, and that was that was really great. Um, one, I one I had a great time, uh, and two, um, they did have some great safety things, some some safe, uh, some things that could be better. And I, you know, I told them about it, and uh, I'll they'll, I'll put a video up uh, this week. I was invited to Aquatica. So Saturday I'll be at Aquatica to check out their safety precautions there. So I'm glad I, I, I can use my voice and my my social media to um, inform the masses that you know once the test numbers go down that they can still visit their favorite places safely. And all of these vlogs, of course, will be on Stage Strikey TV as well as uh, some of their own the people who invited me out on their own social media. But yeah, I'm 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 it feels good to hopefully hopefully do some good for the Orlando tourism community. I love that. Yeah, Orlando is all tourism. So this time is, it's, you know, it's weird for everybody, but it's weird for us because there ain't nobody here. Ain't nobody here, which <laughs> again, I will say, but ho hopefully, hopefully uh, once numbers go down, uh, um, these, you know, I can shed some light on what's what I feel is safe and what isn't safe. So yeah. yeah I love that. Sage and Jessica, this is your places call. Places, have a good show, you two. All right, guys. So that is it for today. Thank you, Five. The podcast, as always, we like to just like chime off at the end with um, where you can find us. Um, you can find me at Instagram um, at Jessica Medley, Twitter Jess Medley twenty seven, TikTok Jess underscore Medley. I have a website JessicaMedley.com, and on my YouTube channel. And um, I mean, you guys will have already heard this, but we have the live stream tonight, so we're looking forward to doing that. Where can they find you, Sage? Um, well, if we don't have it tonight when you're listening to it. It's next Wednesday. So, so it was actually yeah, last Wednesday. <laughs> I'm but, so confused, but I'm going with it. <laughs> I know, it's fine. But I am excited for it th tonight too, Jess. So thank you for, uh, so I'll just say this in advance. Thank you to everyone who joined uh, last, <laughs> last week slash tonight. Um, yeah. Anyway, you can find me uh, like in all my videos, uh, uh, really promoting the heck out of it right now. Sage Starkey TV on YouTube. Um, uh, Instagram, Sage underscore Starkey. Uh, Twitter, Starkey Sage, and um, yeah, that's that's all I really need. <laughs> um, and of course, and of course, you can find all updates on Thank You Five the podcast at on Instagram at um, Thank You Five underscore the podcast. Uh, we just did um, last week. We did a really fun thing where we uh, I dressed up as Jessica and she dressed up as me, and we like we we actually like read the heck out of each other. It was fun. I quite enjoyed it and i think we should make those actual posts so people can look back at that oh yeah a thousand percent i'm gonna make it into a fun a fun like two minute video where we go back to back and perfect i think i think it'd be, it was, it was really, good. It was really good um but uh yeah take us out jess perfect all right guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode remember to stay inspired and keep laughing <laughs> see you guys later bye thank, thank you places, places.